Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is And Hype. Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. All right, part of me hopes that I'm wrong, but recessions are inevitable. The U.S. has avoided a true recession for a long time. And on today's episode, I want to share what I'm doing, what I'm coaching clients to do, what is going to help you thrive during whatever is coming. What we're going to talk about today is building a recession-proof e-commerce business. Let's talk about some basics. Let's talk about having purpose. Let's talk about staying relevant with positioning that actually matters to your customers. Let's talk about capturing imagination and joining the conversation. Let's talk about diversifying your sales channels and then stick to the end. I'm going to throw in a little bonus, something that I am really heavily focused on. I'm in learning mode, something that I really want to bring on an expert onto the show to explain how to get this specific strategy going, how to use it in a down market, because I know how potent and powerful it is. So first off, I want to get these general strategies out of the way. This just cracks me up all the time, because if you are searching, you look on YouTube, you look on Facebook, or maybe you get your business advice from TikTok, all these business experts, they're going to tell you, well, you should reduce your customer acquisition cost. Well, you should reduce your product cost. Well, that's great. And I'm pretty sure if that was easy, you would already have done it because those are obvious answers. But look, your product cost is going to increase because we're going through a very inflationary period. It's kind of insane to think that you can drive those costs down. Second, there's companies with massive stockpiles of cash. You think in a recession, they're not going to spend a little bit more money on marketing. If you think marketing costs are coming down, you must not be a student of reality. You must not understand the history of marketing because for every one of those channels, the costs generally are on the rise. I wouldn't expect marketing costs to go anywhere but up. So, yeah, that sounds fun. But reality, I would look at it from a business model perspective. You need to get lean. Look at your team. You need to cross-train people. You need to eliminate wasteful activities. What do you do that's not making money? Do you create content that doesn't convert? Do you have team members that are focused on only one thing? Is there something you could add to their skill stack that would lead to new opportunities? Look, I'm not a financial advisor, but you've got to eliminate waste and you have to start thinking like when you launched your business. Start thinking scrappy. Start thinking like a growth hacker. What can you do to increase sales without progressively increasing your marketing costs or your overhead costs. It's not about hiring a consultant. It's not about hiring more people to help you or some kind of ad trick. What I would really suggest is getting around the right people, getting around people that have successfully answered the questions that you have and are succeeding doing what you want to do right now. Moving on. Second, I want you to have purpose. I want you to build a purpose-led business. And no, I'm not talking about copying the old Tom's buy one, give one away model. I think that got played out years and years ago, but I hate fake charity. We all know that 
you're just making the customer or you're making the supplier share the burden costs of your supposed magnanimous gesture. I mean, you should exist for a reason. What are you doing to create impact? What are you doing positive for your community or for the world? How does your product help someone? If you understand your purpose, you can build a clear brand message. That's going to help everything else that we're going to talk about, any other strategy that you're trying to implement. And look, if you want to start some charity, if you want to donate your time and your money to a cause, when you have a purpose-led business, your actions will have congruence. People will actually believe that you're trying to do good because you are doing good and your business will continue to do well. The third strategy is product positioning. You need to understand what people care about And as we go through hardships, as there's big changes in the world, in their day-to-day life, people are going to care about something else. You need to know what's on their mind. What is taking that mind share? What are they thinking about? You need to position yourself to solve that problem. You don't need to break through the noise. You have to understand what is happening in your customer's life. Think about your product from an angle that matters. How is it providing a new opportunity to improve their life or make them money? How is it improving their mental health? How is it providing an escape or a luxury or a treat? These are the things that matter and really endure in any down market. New opportunities and ways to feel better. You see simple escapes do well amusement parks historically, the movies historically. You see, even during the pandemic, luxury brands did so well. Why did luxury brands do so well when people didn't have any money? Because it provides something more powerful and a bigger need than utility. Why was there an explosion in people starting e-commerce businesses? Why was there an explosion in consultants and coaches and gurus trying to help people start e-commerce businesses? It's simple. People needed to change their life. They needed to improve their financial status. They looked for new opportunities out there. For any product, you can authentically position this as a new opportunity to improve their life, to improve their mental health, or to just provide a simple escape, some type of luxury just to feel really good in that moment. If you want to be relevant, you have to understand what people are actually concerned with, what they're thinking about. Fourth strategy, capture people's imagination and join the conversation. Stop trying to talk to customers. Become part of that conversation. You need to double down on any user-generated content, any strategy that you have around that. And I know because I talk to you, I talk to lots of people that listen to the show, you're not really doing much of anything except for maybe reposting something in a story. You're not getting testimonials. You're not inviting people onto a show. You're not featuring them as a case study. You're not pulling their image and quotes onto your site, onto your landing page, your sales page. You're not going that extra mile. You're just saying, hey, here's a cool picture that Sally posted on Instagram. That's kind of nice. What if you took this and co-created content with your customers? What if you did this intentionally? If you want people to talk about your product, you need to highlight the people that already feature you. If you're finding this difficult, if people aren't reposting, they're not talking about, they're not talking about your brand at all. Go back to the strategies we just talked about. You need a story and a message that's easy to share and worth sharing. Strategy five to become recession proof in your e-commerce business is to diversify your sales channels. Most entrepreneurs, most of you are obsessed with e-commerce. Talk about e-commerce more and more because of this. 
But in reality, this is a very narrow view of how products are sold or how you could sell products. Some of you think about affiliates or influencers or other methods of selling through people's audience. That's great. That's another powerful channel that you can build a strategy around. If you followed the last step, progressing into those strategies is a little easier. I want you to think about platforms, not just Amazon FBA. I know that's everyone's favorite topic. I want you to think about Etsy. I want you to think about Walmart. Even eBay is a platform some of my friends and clients have done very well on. There's infinite options, but there's other platforms. Where do your customers actually go to find products? Where do they shop? Another major channel is B2B sales. In our community, in the end hype movement, I'm coaching brands to use all aspects of wholesaling, how to find simple premium products, not completely saturated on Amazon and to sell those, make some money, learn e-commerce before investing in a custom product. We're sourcing wholesale products to bundle and increase our average order value, that AOV that everyone's after. And for people with successful product brands, we're using B2B sales, including wholesaling, to double revenue with massive deals, getting into stores, using distributors. We're getting deeper and deeper into those topics inside the community and on this podcast because those are the strategies that real businesses use that most e-commerce brands don't know about. They overlook. And if you want the same results as everyone else, you do the same things. That means that if you want to compete with all the other e-commerce brands, yeah, do the same thing they're doing. Slap a product from China up on an e-com page, run some Facebook ads to it, maybe be successful. If you want to grow massive, you're going to have to understand how to work inside ecosystem of the market. You can land a single deal with a business, how products are sourced, how products are inventoried, how they're distributed, how they're sold to the customer. There's a complete chain of events that are occurring. And once you tap into that, that they might order every single month, that's the same size or bigger than all of your direct-to-consumer sales in that same time period. It's insane. But by diversifying your sales channels, you can harden yourself against potential rising ad costs or changes in the content marketing algorithm or whatever other issues could occur. Lastly, I want to talk about looking at the reality of the market dynamics. What is actually going to happen? It will be difficult. A lot of businesses are going to close their doors. And that's unfortunate. We can struggle against this, or like judo, we can use the force of something that's outside of our control. We can use it to our advantage. We can use that strength to our advantage. Now, in a normal year, hundreds of thousands of businesses close in the U.S. Their relationships, their intellectual property, their customer lists evaporate. Mergers and acquisitions allow you to grow dramatically by purchasing those business assets. You could acquire new products or new lines of business. You could acquire new brands, new social channels. Think of the power of this. A brand is closing, but they have a list of 20, 30, 40,000 customers. By buying that business, you now have access to those customers. They've purchased from you before. There's a level of trust there. You can cross-sell your existing product to those customers. You can cross-sell that new business's products to your list. Now, like I said, I'm not the definitive expert on this strategy, and I really want to bring on someone to talk about this. We've partnered with Empire Flippers 
for the end hype movement because I believe very strongly in this, that e-commerce brands will be looking at mergers and acquisitions as a primary growth mechanism through the recession. This always happens. You see this happen in every single industry from retail to defense to manufacturing all across the board. Businesses close. Someone comes in really not to buy the equipment, but to buy the customer list, to buy the contracts, to be introduced to those relationships, to have access to the IP, the patents that would otherwise just sit there, maybe to access the talent that is at that business. I really want to learn more about this. But I want you to become proactive about your growth. Everything that we talked about today stacks. Everything that we talked about today, you need to think about and incorporate even if our market was fantastic. Now, I went through these items very quickly. For all you in the community, message me. Let me know what you need to go in really deep and take advantage of these strategies to build a recession business. My name is Callie Keen, and this has been End Hype.